Uh, one day, I, you know, I was, I was actually in the field working, um, and uh, it's right next to the Highway 32, which is puts, brings Chico and Hamilton together. Right. And uh, family members were driving by, and they seen me, and I was like, "Hey, how's it going?" You know, I waved, and then I thought to myself, I just took a moment. I was just looking around, and I was like. Yeah, this has got to change. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Five o'clock in the morning is just not for me, man. And and I thought to myself, you know, hey, I, I, I could, I could, I could do, I could do more. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome, where we're celebrating small businesses for big breakthroughs. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Our guest this week is Dak Chavez, the owner of AJ Succedo Junction. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you, thank you. And for visionaries who don't know who you are, who are you and what is it that you do? I am Dax Chavez. I am the owner proprietor of AJ's Tuxedo here in Bakersfield, California, 2527 F Street, downtown, right next to Casey's Steakhouse and Slice of Italy. Been here for 1972, not myself, but my father-in-law started the business in 72 and we're still rocking and rolling man for visionaries who've never been here before and i think there's like three of them <laughs> <laughs> because everybody knew guys <laughs> yeah, exactly because you know you say tuxedo and we're thinking like james bond you right, know the classic right. black you know black tuxedo dinner jacket or white dinner jacket and tuxedos come in a whole wide variety of different looks nowadays don't they oh definitely the big thing is now is having multi-uses really so yeah like michael kors ralph lauren they're kind of going towards being able to use it as a tuxedo or mm -hmm. a suit really so yeah yeah the high shine lapel mm -hmm. is usually your key indicator for a tuxedo right but they're trying to get away from that so that you can use it as a suit or a tuxedo at any time or, any, know, or any, any kind of event. And that makes perfect sense because I myself have the tuxedo and good thing there's plastic around it because <laughs> right. it's collecting a lot of dust, <laughs> exactly. you know. Exactly. I think the last time I wore it was for a friend of mine's wedding like two years ago. And that's what I tell people all the time is like, come in, rent one, rent a new style, or right. else you're going to be the guy with the same suit every at every party and then you know at the same time too if you buy it then it's going to just spend a lot of time in your in your closet right make it through the holidays hey you might gain weight a little weight make might lose a little weight you know you never know or you become like those two from the movie dumb and dumber right you know you've exactly. got the suits and the tuxedos exactly nobody's wearing like hey <laughs> That's high fashion for you. <laughs> for 1970 something yeah, or other. Exactly, exactly, exactly. You don't want to be that guy. Don't, right. be, that, don't be that guy. Right. Come, come, come to me and I'll, I'll suit you up. You didn't grow up in the business. I didn't, no. Yeah, because no. you, you grew up in Chico? Yeah, Northern California. What were you doing in Chico? Because Chico's a great town, it's a great farm town. A lot yeah. of ways it's a lot like Bakersfield. Yeah, yeah, it is a lot, a lot smaller, especially back then. Right. But um, yeah, it is pretty pretty similar to, to Bakersfield. Uh, agriculture, small town feel, got the big college there, you know, party school kind of, kind of vibes at times. Right. What were you doing in Chico and how'd you end up in Bakersfield? Okay, so that's a, that's a kind of a Back in 1943. <laughs> exactly. I met my wife in Chico right. when we were going to college, uh -huh. and I was going to beauty college. She was uh, she was going she was going to beauty college, and we met at uh, Foster Freeze of all places. Right. I always tell her it was love at first sight, but she uh, promptly responds as no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was love at first sight for you. Exactly. <laughs> I'm talking for myself here, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, and, and we we met. Went to school. Um, next thing you know, we get married. 
buy a house in Chico, doing good, have our own careers, you know, started building a family. And I've always known that her dad was here in Bakersfield as, you know, the tuxedo guy, you know. Right. And you, you do yourself too little credit on this because when you met her, you were working the fields. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, that was my first job. Okay. Uh, my, you know, growing up in, uh, in, in uh, Hamilton City, which is uh, right in between Chico, California and Orland. Right. It's a little small town, you know, farming agriculture. Right. That's, that's what it, we had the big Holly Sugar company. Right. You know, hey, you had two, two, two options. You want to go work in the fields? You want to go work at Holly Sugar? You know, and right. you couldn't work at Holly Sugar until you're over 18. I think it was 18 or 21, something like that. Right. So yeah, that was my first choice was going to the fields because my brothers kept giving me uh, giving me uh, hell because uh, I wasn't working and they were you know always the ones getting hauled off by my dad to right. go work in the field, trim orchards, you know, pick olives, uh, stuff like that. So yeah, I thought I thought that was the way. And what changed? Uh, one day, I, you know, I was I was actually in the fields working, um, and uh, it's right next to the Highway 32, which is puts brings Chico and Hamilton together. Right. And uh, a family members were driving by, and they seen me, and I was like, "Hey, how's it going?" You know, I waved, and then I thought to myself, I just took a moment. I was just looking around, and I was like. Yeah, this has got to change. <laughs> right, right. Five o'clock in the morning is just not for me, man. And and I thought to myself, you know, hey, I, I, I could I could I could do I could do more. I'm not taking anything away from the uh, the farm workers and 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 those guys that are out there every day, you know, feeding America. It just wasn't for me. I was just like, I got I got to do more. Right. For some reason, some something something pushed me to go go push yourself, do more, do do something with with yourself. And what was you know? that? And, and, and it, it turned into going to work for Foster Freeze and, and talking to people and, and just getting into that hustle of the little, small introduction to restaurant business, but right. you know, it was fast food, but yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was a good experience, a great experience. I met my wife there, you know, so can't go wrong. After you got married to your lovely bride, her father-in-law offered you the business. Yeah, 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 out of, out of nowhere. I was working at a Corian factory because right. I didn't pursue the uh, salon industry right. at that time. My wife was working in sales, in salon sales, right. and we were doing great. We were, we were not thinking about anything, <laughs> moving to Bakersfield of all things. But um, yeah, he offered the, the, the business in Fresno and uh, it, just, it just wasn't the right time for us. Right. You know? And then you got into the salon business and sales. Yeah, my wife had a couple of surgeries with her back and wasn't able to do do it anymore. And right. I was like, well, it's a lot. It's a lot better than <laughs> than working at Corian and breaking my back. Right. I've always been good with with people, talking to people. It's what just, did the sales part of that teach you? A lot of no's. Yeah. You know, you go into places, a lot of no's. You got to go back. And and the great thing I, I had the opportunity to to learn from a lot of people that come in and teach us, you know, sales strategies and how to, how to, how to work with customers. So, right. you know, it was, it was uh, priceless. And then something changed. And your father-in-law offered you the business yeah. again. I was in between jobs. Okay. My mom had just passed away. Mm. And I was either going to start my own distributorship. In the, my in, own business, in the salon. In salon, salon right. sales. Get a couple products here and there and right. start my own business. And he, he gave the call and he was like, come and get it. If you want it, you, it's yours. I'm like, all right, let's do this. 
So he packed up the family, moved packed to Bakersfield. Packed up the family, moved to Bakersfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and, uh, and that was how many years ago? That's been uh, almost 12 years now. What kind of products and services can business owners get from AJ's Tuxedo for their business, for personal life? What kinds of things can, can you offer well, them? Well, definitely suits. If you need suits, right. we, we definitely offer that. We offer, like I do for Casey's Steakhouse mm -hmm. or other restaurants around the neighbor, uh, neighborhood in, in the area, shirts, okay. like uh, tuxedo shirts, if they're still wearing the tuxedo shirts, they definitely do. Is it the T-shirt that's got the tuxedo printed on no, it? No, it's, it's, it's the ruffles, or, you know, the pleats and the you know, non-collar, you know, traditional, like, almost like, just like the Western look kind right, of right. thing I going on over at Casey's Steakhouse. Sure, and the tie mm -hmm. and the cummerbund and the yeah. whole nine yards. Yeah, I wear a skirt and high socks. Sure, Make right. it look nice. And with that, let's go ahead and get into our first visionary question. And this visionary question is courtesy of Mike Santa, a Zillow premier agent with Watson Realty, selling Bakersfield homes since 1992. Give Mike Saba a call at 661-203-8406 or reach him at MikeSaba1 at iCloud.com today. And visionary Bianca from Shafter asks, we're opening our second business in the clothing rental space and we've noticed that only the chain stores have websites. And most of the independent stores use Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok, and not a website. How are you marketing your business? Exactly that way. Yep. When I first started, I thought, I need a website. Mm. Got phone calls every day. You, you guys know what I'm talking about. Every day you get right. phone calls, people from L.A., hey, I want to build your website, this and that. I'll take, I'll take care of it, this and that. Never does. They, they build it. It's mumbo-jumbo. It's craziness. It's like not what you want. Mm. You know, it just gets it gets disheartening. Oh, really, right. you're just like you're always trying it's, to maintain it. As a small business, you want to make sure your money's going somewhere and it's being effective. Right. You don't want to you don't want to waste waste your money, especially building your business at the, in the beginning. Right. It's a hard lesson to learn. The great thing about us is that we've been around so long. Right. So it's generations that know about AJ's. A lot of times. People come in and they're like, "Wow, you guys are still around." Right? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We are. And, right? that, and they're like, you know, it's generations. It's like uh, my kids came here, my my grandparents came here. The way we do business is could be a little different than a brand new business to start up. Right. Because right. because people do know what who we are and where we're at and what we do. But still, I'm very active in the community. Um, I'm with the uh, Bridal Association, okay. the Downtown Business Association, and just trying to do stuff with local businesses, Toys for Tots. We just did a big trunk or treat, right? You know, got all the businesses around here to get together, and we did trunk or treat across the street, which was a great thing to do because there were so many kids, and that was our first year. And right. next year is going to be even better because right. we got we got another, another more ideas as well. So you're growing your business. By being community active. Totally. That's where you're investing your advertising and, and, and advertising the promotion of your business. For sure. How are you using that as a gateway to invite other people to come in? Because it's one thing to go through and say, okay, we're doing the, the trunks for tots mm -hmm. and we're supplying the tuxedos for the people that are involved with that. What are you doing to entice the people who are involved with that, mm -hmm. the volunteers and everybody else that's involved, to come into AJ's? What's that second step? Second step, just, just communicating with them to what we have to offer, mm. of course. But a lot of times, you know, I, I don't offer, like, I don't talk 
talk too much about the business. Mm. I just talk about myself. You sell yourself. Because ah. in sales, number one, you're selling yourself. Right. That's something I carry all the time is if they like you, then they're going to ask you, what do you do? What, do you, what, what kind of products could I get from you? The questions you're asking is like, you know, how, how, can you, how could you help my business? Right. And then that's, that's when you know you have a good relationship with, with somebody. Like other, other tuxedo places, these guys are corporations. Right. And you're not going to get the same hometown feel. Great people, you know, they, they, they send business over here all the time for me because they can't do certain things that I could do, like same day rentals. Right. But I never have a problem with them. I always try to have a good relationship with other companies uh, because it's just, it's just the way I am. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about, oh, congratulations, you've bought the business from your father-in-law. And then you get into it and, oh, boy. If visioneers want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Yeah, easy. Uh, come on down to the store if they want to come down to the store, 2527 F Street. Call me, 661-325-2044, uh, or get a hold of us on our Instagram, Facebook. It's AJ's Tuxedo, Bakersfield. Anytime, yeah. And if you like Small Business Celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify, and we'll talk about taking over the family business, some of the pitfalls that, he, that Dax had to overcome when we come right back. With the dark winter cold, rats and ants are being pushed into your home. Stay comfortable in your home with a call to Oxley Pest Control at 661-325-2687. The professionals at Oxley Pest Control can install door sweeps and traps, keep those little critters out, and protect your greatest asset. Call Oxley Pest Control at 661-325-2687 or visit them at oxleypest.com. That's O-X-L-E-Y-P-E-S-T.com now. The reason I'm talking with Dak Chavez, the owner of AJ Tuxedo Junction, is because of a visionary question that came from a visionary just like you. We had a visionary that wanted to find out, do I really need a website for my business? So if you've got a question, you've got a thought, something you'd like to learn about here on Small Business Celebration, reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And your question could appear here on Small Business Celebration. So reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. Dax, when you bought, finally bought, AJ's Tuxedo Junction from your father-in-law, what prompted you to say yes the second time? Just the opportunity. I was in the right space. Yeah. I was in the right, it was, a, it was a good time. My wife, my wife, uh, she didn't believe it. She yeah. was like, she was, she was not for it. Cause she grew up in the business. She grew right? up in the business. She, well, she's not in the business, but like, just like not at all had a relationship really with her father. Right. So it was, it was, um, it was, it was just, it was just foreign to her. And she said, what are you And she was like, what are you crazy? <laughs> what, are you, what are you trying to do here? You know? Right. And uh, we made it work. It was, but you were in for one big surprise. Huge. Here's the keys. Congratulations. Right. Congratulations. You now own the business. And you are now a successful business owner. <laughs> he says, blurry <laughs> Well, it, what was it? What was, what was the surprise? Uh, the, the, the analogy I use is like the t Titanic. Okay. I had six future tuxedos to be rented from August to the end of December to January. Six. 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 Not six in a wedding. 
Six. Six suits. Suits. Yes. And I said, okay, let's do it. <laughs> I, I called my wife. I'm like, put on my, you know, happy voice. Yeah, we're going to do great. This is the, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. We have winter formals coming up. We're going to do fine. And um, got, I got right into it. Made great friends with uh, Mr. Tuxedo at the time. Okay. Carl, Mr. Tuxedo, was a great help to me. Show me the ins and outs, who I should buy from, who I shouldn't buy from, what I should buy, what I should have in stock. Because it sounds like with that advice, one of the things that you learned was the inventory you had was not acceptable. No, no, no. Uh, I had shoes that the heels were falling off. Yeah. I had a quinceanera I had to go to uh, because six six shoes were falling apart and they were flapping in oh, the wind on no. the bottom. Oh, yeah. Inventory was not good. Mm. It was not good. It was dated. Was part of that reaching out to all the different schools or how did you build up your book of business definitely definitely going out to the schools doing that again it seemed like he was still doing it but it was inconsistent mm. um, and that's what happens when you know you leave your business and know exactly what's going in what's coming out right it just happens you know he was in business for almost 50 years you know he had his had his employees and you know they're, they're employees you got to remember that an employee is never going to be, you know, the same commitment as an owner. It's just a lot of hard work. Right. You just got to go out there, plug in to good people. That's that's the, that's the big key. You know, sell yourself. Make sure you know you're you're presenting yourself well. The rest, you know, just keep the doors open, man. And that brings us to our second visionary question. Uh, this visionary question is courtesy of Mike Saba of Zillow Premier Agent with Watson Realty. Born, raised, and never left Bakersfield, he likes to say. Give Mike <laughs> Saba a call at 661-203-8406, or you can reach him at MikeSaba1 at iCloud.com today. And the visionary question comes from Chad from Chino, who asks, determination is the single biggest factor in building a business. What do you do when the well runs dry? Because you ran into this big time. Right, right. And, and at the time, uh, you know, didn't, didn't really know, didn't really have a good, uh, great relationship, had a new relationship with a bank. And everybody knows, everybody knows what happens there. They're, they're not going to lend you money. They're not going to... They don't you know, lend you money when you need yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. They don't lend you money when you need it. But when you, do need, when, when you don't need it, they're, they're everywhere. Right. Called my brother, my brother Ugo, Ugo Chavez. He's still in, still in Chico. Right. My best friend. <laughs> <laughs> and not because he lent you money. Not because he lent me money, but seriously, great guy. And I uh, said, hey, bro, I need help. He's seen the vision. He's seen... He's seen I was committed, lend me some money, and we and we and we turned it around. We survived we survived the three months to January. Because January is when wedding season better start right. and definitely when uh, proms and uh, the formals are hopping. We survived and we just kept going. And you just don't look back. Don't look back. Don't 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 worry about the well. Running dry if you're going forward every every day, because if you're going forward, that well that well shouldn't run dry. When it comes to determination, this is literally a part of your DNA. Yeah. Because at one point you weighed how much? 
Oh, wow. I was uh, close to 500 pounds. 500 <laughs> yeah. pounds. Yeah, living the good life, man. That's a quarter of a ton. Yeah, yeah. And you weigh how much now? I'm close to 300, 280 is, is, is my goal. You have lost, it's like a whole person. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And for those of us that, you know, we're trying to lose five tons, pounds ourselves. Five tons. <laughs> yeah, five or, five or ten pounds, yeah. You know, every time we smell pineapple or a snicker bar or the double mocha chocolate latte yeah, or something, yeah. it seems like we gain and we, we can't resist that. How have you done this? Determination. Yeah. It wasn't, my body really told me to stop. Mm. Diagnosed with diabetes mm -hmm. and uh, high blood pressure, hypertension, blood pressure, and uh, my body said no more. I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to be on eight pills. Right. Going from zero pills, uh, medication to eight pills. Wow. Knowing people like my mom, my dad, my brothers, uh, family members that take medication for their diabetes, and I didn't want to be that person taking the medication so I could still eat that same lifestyle. Right. and have high, high blood sugar. So I just thank goodness for my wife because she, she's, she's, a, she's my dietitian, my doctor, my, my aid in, in life. And um, yeah, she just, she just turned my life around. And since then, I've been able to stop taking my medication, got my um, A1C under seven. Congratulations. Hey, thank you. And my blood, my blood pressure is still a little high, like 150, but I take medication for that. But one pill is a lot better than taking eight, nine pills. And I didn't want to be that guy. You go out that door and you smell the chicken from next door <laughs> and, get, and take two steps this way and you smell the steak over here, uh -huh. you know, it's a, it's a, it makes the hair on the, on the back of your neck stand up. Right. But how do you Just don't go. Just don't go. Okay. Just don't do it. Just like... Instead of the Nike Nike logo, just do it. Just just don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> just don't do it. Just don't do it. When you're not here, what do you like to do for fun? Oh, we enjoy going to Pismo. I visit my daughter down there. She's a, a teacher, Santa what, Maria County. What, and what grade? I think their kids are from first grade to fifth. She teaches kids with uh, disabilities. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So she's a uh, she's awesome. Sure. But, um, we go down there a lot. We go visit my son. He's uh, going to college in Sierra College and pursuing a baseball career. Good. And a business major. Oh. Her, double that. Double. double good, yes. Yeah. So, you know, so we go down there. We still have a house down there and go down there as much, you know, as often as we can. Right. But, yeah, I just spending time with family. No, knowing, knowing that, you know, the work that you do to keep the place open, to keep, keep things, you know, keep the business prosperous, you're doing it for somebody, for, for them, for yourself, for your family. It's nothing better. That's what small business is all about. What has making these trips up and down the state to visit your kids and spend time with them, what has that taught you that you've applied to your business? To know that I can do it. Hmm. To know that you can do it. To be able to close the door and be like, hey, I'm going to take some time off and it's not going to kill the business. It's not going to be the end of the world. 
telling your wife, hey, we can't, we can't, we, I, I, I can't go with you to, to wherever, or to a vacation spot or something, you know, because we have to stay at the business. Right. Don't let that be, you know, don't, don't let the business be a negative. Right. Because if it turns into a negative, and then it's just like a job, you know, and working for somebody else is just like, why? Sure. Because really, the reason we, we all do this is because the best boss in the world is you. You're going to be the best boss for yourself and for your family and than any other person could, could ever be. And that's why we, get, that's why we, that's why we do it. We go, we go into it because we want to be independent. You know, we want to do, we want to blaze a course for ourselves. And that's what I feel like we've done because of all the hardship that we did have in the beginning. We straightened out that Titanic and we're going forward. Dax, this has been a real treat. Thank you for joining us here on Small Business Celebration. Thank you for having me. And if visioners want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Yeah, like I said, come on down, 2527 F Street, right next to Casey's Steakhouse. Phone number is 661-325-2044. Uh, or get a hold of us on Instagram, Facebook, you know. At? At uh, AJ's Tuxedo Baker Souls. And I'll be right back with my final thought. Hello, Visioneers. Sasha and I are here to talk about, we've got a new season of Small Business Celebration coming up and we're looking for ad sponsors. Isn't that a great idea so we can grow and expand what we're doing for Visioneer Nation? Yeah, he thinks so too. So if you've got a business, you've got a service that you like to promote to Visioneer Nation, reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. leading to resilience. Earlier this week, I was talking with a visionary and she asked me, Michael, why is it that every single episode you ask your guests about their failures? Don't you realize all we want to hear about is their successes and how they made it in this world? And I smiled and I looked at her and I said, well, we do it for two very important reasons. The first is this gives the guests the ability to say, yeah, don't stamp on this landmine. It's going to blow your legs off. Don't do that. But there's also a second very important reason, and it's to give you hope. You see, we as business owners, it can be a very lonely business being at the very top and you're every day you're confronted with questions and thoughts and ideas and a lot of self-doubt whether or not you're going to be able to succeed or make the right decision on anything. And to listen to other business owners who have said, yeah, I have screwed up more ways than you can possibly imagine, gives us all inspiration and lets us know, yeah, if they can do it, we can too. After all, like the old quote says, failure leads to acceptance, and acceptance leads to resilience. I hope you enjoyed our conversation this week with Dak Chavez, the owner of AJ's Tuxedo Junction, and I hope you learned something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business, and we'll see you here again next week when we celebrate another small business making a big breakthrough. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode, 
and gain some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.